Hi. How are you? Not too bad in yourself. With all due respect, let's get the small talk. Welcome to Let's Give the Small Talk, a podcast show where we talk about it all, one topic at a time. I'm your host, Tyconis Allison. With that being said, ready, set, stimulate. Let's Give the Small Talk. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to episode 58 of Let's Give the Small Talk. Today is going to be a very special episode because today I'll be sharing a story with you that just may seem too good to be true. It involves drugs, a bunch of money, and an all-out government manhunt. How many of you are familiar with the Silk Road Marketplace? And no, I'm not referring to the ancient trade routes we learned about in world history class that connected Europe to Asia. I'm talking about the online black market founded in February 2011. That's right. You heard me. Just 10 years ago, we had a black market on the dark web called Silk Road Marketplace. And according to a special agent in the FBI, the Silk Road was the Amazon of drug sites. I want you guys to take a second to fathom that. The Amazon of drug sites. Wow. And it was all created with a purpose by the one and only Ross Ulbricht. Before we dive deep into the dark web, first, Let's talk about the podcast. If you enjoy Let's Give the Small Talk and you would like the podcast to one day reach its fullest potential, then by all means, please do so. All you have to do is simply text this episode link, this one, to one person in your phone. Just one person. It helps out tremendously. It really does. And I deeply appreciate it. And thank you in advance. Thank you so much. All right, let's jump into our first segment of the show. Score. Goal season is here. I repeat, goal season is here. It's Monday. So to all the goal seekers out there in the community of progression, I'm calling all actions. I'm calling all actions. I cannot wait to hear about all of the progress you made throughout the previous week. As you know by now, being consistent is not easy, guys. It's not. But it's that same consistency that will be the reason why you live the life you want to live. Okay, I don't I don't know if anybody heard me on that. So, I'm going to say that one more time. Being consistent is not easy, but it's that same consistency that will be the reason why you live the life you want to live. How many of you envision a specific house, car, vacation destination, or a certain bank account balance? 
How many of you want to squeeze life like a lemon just so you can enjoy its tall glass of lemonade? How many of you are hungry to live and no longer exist? If any of this message is resonating in your soul right now, then you are already halfway there to living the life you want to live because it's on your mind. And once something's on your mind, it shall be done. All you have to do is give it everything you got so you can have all you ever desired. It is possible. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Okay? It is possible. You must remain consistent and you will benefit. Okay? All right. With that being said, let's dive into the deep, dark web. This episode is titled Silk Road. It's story time. Ross Ubrick grew up in Austin, Texas, studying physics at the University of Texas at Dallas, and then at Penn State University to pursue a master's program in material science. During this time, Ross developed a keen interest in libertarian views of economic theory. He aligned his views with prominent libertarian politicians. So let's pause right there. and Let's break down what a libertarian is. Libertarians believe that no person can justly own or control the body of another person. What they call self-ownership or individual sovereignty. In simple words, every person has a right to control her or his own body. It's important to establish that so you can begin to understand the mindset of Ross. You guys got to remember, this is what he believed in. Everybody knows the importance of belief. Everybody knows once you believe in something, nobody could tell you nothing. In 2009, upon his graduation from Penn State, Ross returned to Austin to become an entrepreneur. His early attempts were unsuccessful, and he moved between a number of jobs. He tried his hand at day trading, developing video games, as well as founding a company to sell books online. It was during this time that Ross first developed the idea of creating an online marketplace utilizing two things. I want to talk to you guys about two things. First, I want to talk to you about Tor encryption and then Bitcoin. Tor is a global network of computers that routes internet traffic in a way that is nearly impossible to trace. Believe it or not, Tor was first developed by the U.S. Navy in the 1990s to protect U.S. intelligence communications online. So, Silk Road used Tor to allow its users to connect to the site without revealing their identity or location and without Internet providers knowing about it. Bitcoin. Everybody heard of Bitcoin. But in 2011, when Ross 
was thinking about Bitcoin for his site, Bitcoin wasn't popping. Ten years later, Bitcoin is popping. Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency which allowed Silk Road users to anonymously pay or be paid for their goods and services on the site. See, guys, Ross was real big on anonymity. He believed that people should be able to buy whatever they wanted without being identified. So, with the combination of Tor and Bitcoin, Silk Road Marketplace was born in early February 2011. It was originally called Underground Brokers, but everyone told him that that name was not good. So he came up with Silk Road Marketplace, which did pay an ode to what we learned about in history class about the Silk Road back in the day. A few months after the site was launched, Ross wanted to get some exposure for the site. So he spoke to a reporter at a blog named Gawker. Who, who's familiar with Gawker out there? Immediately, I'm... Guys, I'm being serious here. I'm not exaggerating. I'm being honest with you. Literally, overnight, guys, after the reporter did a short piece on the Silk Road, thousands of users began to use the site by the hour. By mid-2011, the site was popular. Like, it's one of those, if you know, you know. On the site, they were selling marijuana, cocaine, crystal meth, crack, guns, mushrooms, DMT, and many other things until 2013. For two years, you could buy all that stuff on the dark web at Silk Road Marketplace. Once the FBI nabbed a dealer on Silk Road, the curtain of secrecy began to slowly pull back. As you know, people started singing one by one. Ross could tell things were getting hot. He could tell that the FBI was closing in on him. He left to San Francisco and he began to go by the name of Joshua Terry. He ordered counterfeit passports and he was planning to fall off the face of the earth. Until one day, one day, on October 2nd, 2013, Ross went to Glen Park Library. He logged on to his laptop. He signed in to Silk Road. Immediately, once he signed in, the FBI created a diversion. Ross looked behind him at what was going on. Another agent came up, snatched his laptop, and immediately started to download all of the files. Ross Ubrick was captured. The manhunt for the founder of Silk Road was over. And the FBI shut down the site. At the time of Ross's arrest, he was worth. $17.4 million. Ross's trial began in January of 2015 in Manhattan. 
He was convicted on all charges, including conspiracy to launder money, conspiracy to commit computer hacking, conspiracy to traffic narcotics by the means of the Internet and continuing a criminal enterprise. He was sentenced. Listen to this. Ross Ulbrich was sentenced to two life terms plus 40 years with no chance of parole whatsoever. Just to show you guys how they threw the book at Ross. You know El Chapo? Everybody knows El Chapo. If you don't know El Chapo, El Chapo was the most powerful and dangerous kingpin in the world until a year or two ago. El Chapo was the present-day Pablo Escobar. El Chapo got sentenced to one life term plus 30 years. So Ross literally got twice as much of prison time than El Chapo. Wow. Many people felt and still feels like Ross's sentence was a bit harsh, but many also believe that he was given it because he made a mockery of the government for a couple of years and the government doesn't like being mocked. So when they got their hands on him, they gave it to him. Ross attempted multiple appeals, but to no avail. And he even hoped that Trump would pardon him in the last hour. You, you guys remember Trump was giving out pardons to everyone. But except Ross. And Eric Snowden. And a few others. But yeah. Ross didn't get pardoned by Trump. Ross does have access to Twitter guys. While he's in prison. And I would like to read to you. A couple of his latest tweets. This should be pretty Interesting. I put Silk Road on tour network about 10 years ago. I've been thinking about what was going through my mind of my 26 year old self back then in 2011. So much has changed. If only I could turn back time. I want to read you another one. The initial sadness and disappointment of not being granted clemency are fading. Life goes on. I'm doing my best to look at each moment as a gift, a unique experience to be embraced. As we conclude story time, I want to read something to you that Ross wrote in a letter to the judge. He said, Silk Road was supposed to be about giving people the freedom to make their own choices. I want to read that one more time. Silk Road was supposed to be about giving people the freedom to make their own choices. I want to leave that right there for you guys to think about. With that being said. Let's jump into our next segment. Have a treat. Treats, everyone. Get your treats. As you know, each and every episode, I recommend something for you to read, something for you to watch, something for you to do because you deserve to treat yourself. 
It's important. It's vital. It's necessary. 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes, an hour. Treat yourself. Every day, if you could. Every day. Find some time for yourself, please. It's important. Really is. Okay, now for something to watch. What I would like for you to watch is, drum roll please, the movie The Silk Road. The movie just came out, guys, about a month ago. The Silk Road, it is a movie. It's not a documentary. It is a movie and it's really good. As you know, it's based on this true story that I just relayed to you. But if you want to see everything I just told you about in motion picture, then please check it out. The Silk Road. Really good. Just came out last month. All right. Now for something to read. If you would like further detail about everything I just told you, plus more in all the nooks and all the crannies, then read American Kingpin, The Epic Hunt for the Criminal Mastermind Behind Silk Road by Nick Bilton. Once again, that is American Kingpin, The Epic Hunt for the Criminal Mastermind Behind the Silk Road by Nick Bilton. There is more to the story, guys. There is more. There were some crooked FBI agents. Yes. There was a fake death. A couple murder for hires. Yes, there's more. There's a lot more to the story. So you guys watch the movie or read the book. But tune in to more. There is more. If this captured your attention, if this piqued your interest, I highly recommend you check out the movie or the book. Now for something to do. What I recommend you to do is I want you to hear Ross's side of the story. I want you to hear Ross's side of the story. Go to freeross.org. That is the website. That is Pro Ross. It breaks down all the other people that was involved in the Silk Road, all his administrators and the biggest drug dealers on there, how much jail time they got. It also breaks down many, many other things about the police that were involved and the FBI. So, guys, be objective. Let's hear it from both sides of the story. Right. Watch the movie. That's the director's point of view. Read the book. That's the author's point of view. And then go to freeross.org. And that's Ross's point of view. It's a great story. As a matter of fact, it's a hell of a story. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, then please send it to somebody in your phone. Text them the episode link so they can enjoy it as well. Thank you in advance. Thank you for joining me today. Before you leave, I want to leave you with this question. Do you think people should have the liberty to do whatever they like? Thank you.